everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual downloads, your continual sharing of the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you just for your overall support. Listen, keep checking out that website at IamReneeRoberts.com. Go there, listen to the podcast, subscribe so that you can get notifications of every new episode and go ahead and book a session. We are entering our new year and um, it would be wonderful to go ahead and sit down and strategize with you for 2022. Uh, So you can do that through the website as well. You can also find that same booking link on my social media platforms. That's at Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward, family. You know what? For some families, this time of year is joyous, it's exciting, and it's extremely warm. But you know, for other families, and if you're, you're, a part of the dysfunction crew, (laughs) this time of year can be full of conflict, tension, and dysfunction. Now, just because you're related does not mean that your family will get along. And especially during the holidays, it seems that unresolved conflicts, unforgiveness, and drama uh, increases, you know, and it starts contributing to holiday anxiety. And we already understand that some of the de- deleterious effects of anxiety on our physical and mental beings um, can really mess us up. So I want to help everyone navigate through this type of conflict during the holidays. And if your family is not the one that's having the conflict, kudos to you. But for those of us that may have some dysfunction that that seems to flare up during the holiday times. This is how we're going to deal with it this year. Remember, life is too short to remain in conflicting states. So what I've done, I've set up a few tools for you, fam, so you can use them during this time uh, to enable or to ensure that your holiday will be merry indeed. You like how I played on that? Like merry Christmas? Merry indeed. So let's do this. Let's get into it. I have 10, 10 10 top tools for you to use during this holiday so that you can manage and navigate through family conflict during the holidays. This is supposed to be a celebratory time, a time of fun, a time of celebration, a time of festivities, you know, uh, a time of a lot of eating and drinking and just being merry. So we're going to get these 10 things down. I want you to get them down, jot them down in your little handy dandy notebooks and, um, Use them. Pick and choose or use them all, uh, but they all are really good. So number one, set some realistic expectations. You know, if there is a major conflict in the family, don't set yourself up for failure by expecting Christmas or New Year's to be this amazing family reunion. Uh, On the other hand, make some plans for how you will manage any feelings of anxiety or depression that may arise or even any tension that may arise. Start preparing yourself for what has been cultivated all year long. Let's not act like we've been cultivating peace and cultivating joy and cultivating communication and cultivating fun times. You have to be honest with yourself, be real with yourself and start preparing yourself for what has been cultivated all year long. The holiday does not alter our reality 
as some may feel like it does or as some may treat it. So let's set some realistic expect- expectations during this time. Um, be real about it. Yes, be optimistic, but don't be unrealistic. Yes. The second one. Be mindful of your substance intake during this time. You know, first I had alcohol down, but then I changed it to substance because, you know, we're not just doing alcohol these days. Some of us are hitting the blunt a little hard um, just on our regular. Uh, and so with holiday anxiety coming up or increasing because of the, the social gatherings, um, we may hit it even harder uh, and in addition to alcohol. So, you know, I know it may be, intempt- it may be tempting to uh, overindulge during this time, but substances only heighten stress and they only heighten anxiety and they only deepen depression. Uh, so do not use substances as coping agents, please. I encourage you find other ways to deal with this type of stress. Find other ways to deal with the tension. Don't overdo it. You want to remain sober through these things. Sober through the conflict. Sober through the t- through the tension, sober through the uncomfortable moments. This is how we grow. So just be mindful. Um, make sure you're you know taking your drinking in moderation. And if you are one that is uh, <laughs> that worships the plant, uh, please be mindful of your intake during this time of year. No judgment zone. Just want you to be mindful. The third two: stay clear of known triggers. Listen, if you know that your family has certain things that when you when it's brought up, it just sets things off. Don't bring up those type of topics. Stay away from these triggering topics. You have to be so familiar with your family patterns that you you are you become an expert in shifting conversations when you see things starting to steer left. You don't want to catch it after it's already left. You want to when you feel that, you know, like a car, you feel the the alignment is off and you feel like, oh, it's pulling to the left. pull over, park the car. Don't keep driving in that condition. Know your family patterns. Stay clear of the, the known triggers. You know what they are. You know, in my family, we have certain ones and you already know how certain ones are going to respond to certain things. So what, what? We just don't bring it up during this festive time. No, it's not an avoidance. It's an avoidance if you want to call it, but it's an avoidance for good cause. Not that we don't deal with this later, but we just do not deal with this now. This is not the time to set things off in a negative way. We want to keep things positive, uplifted, and happy. Okay. Um, the fourth thing, change your thinking, change your thinking. I want you to start thinking about ways to be a peacemaker and not contribute to the drama. Because as much as we don't like the tension and the drama, we have to be honest with ourselves and recognize our patterns of contribution to this drama. So start thinking about your own patterns and then change the way you're thinking about any of the situations concerning your family. Change the way you're thinking about how you approach it. If you're one to say, you know what, I'm just going to be to myself and I'm just going to disconnect. You may want to change your thinking. We only have one life to live. Life is short. People are losing their lives on a daily basis. And um, you want to make sure that you are uh, living and loving to the fullest. So change your thinking. The fifth thing, Take turns with relatives, and this really applies to those of us that may have uh, more than one 
side of the family, uh, whether it be a, a mom and a dad side or whether it be a spouse side versus your side. If you all can't be together, then visit the family separately. Set a time where you can go ahead and visit separately. If you're at odds with your in-laws, you know, um, don't don't put yourself in a position to uh, be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Don't put yourself in a position to to create more uh, upsetting moments for you. You know, explain to your spouse, you all need to have healthy dialogue about how this is going to work. Uh, she may have to visit her family. You may have to visit your family or vice versa. He may need to visit his. You visit yours. Or you can agree to go together to both um, because sometimes it's not. It's, it's just too toxic to be all in one place at the same time. And, and that's okay. So if it's going to create toxicity, it is not the place to be. I don't care what holiday it is. And if you are married or have a significant other, uh, create a plan. Create a plan because a lot of times kids are involved. And of course, both sides of the family wants to see the children. Both sides of the family uh, wants to be able to give gifts and enjoy them. So this takes a lot of conversation, uh, a lot of planning. And this is the time, hopefully by now, we've already started creating some plans. But take turns with the relatives. It's okay. We don't all have to be in the same place at the same time. Um, do what's necessary for health's sake. All right. The sixth thing, surround yourself with friends. This is the time of the year that, you know, you should just kind of surround yourself with friends. Um, if your if your uh, uh, family is not in the best shape, <laughs> I want you to just surround yourself with some friends. That's all. Just surround yourself with friends. This is not the time of year to be alone because of family conflict. You can connect with your friends, going on a holiday escape, celebrate together. It's okay. You know, the purpose of holiday is to celebrate and have festivities with family and friends. So if family isn't behaving, you know what you need to do. Call up the squad. Let's get together. Let's have a good time. Let's have a merry Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah. The seventh thing. Set some boundaries, family. Set some boundaries. Here we go. That B word that you all hate so much. But set some boundaries. This is important to protect your own energy. Set some limits on your time. Like how long will you stay at the gathering? How long will you be at the party? How long will you stay for dinner? You may not choose to stay all day because you may have other things you choose to do. You keep here. I keep using that you word. Set limits on your conversations. Keep your conversations light and fun. You don't have to you don't have to indulge or engage in anything that's going to be negative and heavy. This is not the time to have hot debates and and spill your feelings and emotions all out about the family or or a particular family member. Listen, these kinds of conversations can be had, but they need to be had post holiday. So set some boundaries. Don't walk into these uh, gatherings uninformed and don't walk into them blindsided. All right. Set some boundaries. The eighth thing is the eighth too. Actively communicate something that we just drop the ball on a, a lot of times out of familiarity and out of tradition. But throw that passivity in the garbage, please. Be clear in your communication with your family, with your friends. Don't throw hints. Don't be 
passive with your with your plans. Be specific about your intentions. Be direct about what you're going to be doing and what you're not going to be doing uh, because you don't want to exacerbate any tension that may already pre-exist because of a lack of communication. One thing they should never, ever be able to say is that you didn't tell us or you didn't communicate that to us. So actively communicate and start communicating in that communicating now because guess what your family your friends they have expectations and um if you have not communicated that you will not be meeting those expectations you're going to create you're going to add more drama to the already drama filled pal yes so actively communicate the ninth two be okay saying no and staying home if you need to you have to protect your sanity and peace at all costs If it's going to require more energy than you wish to exert, just say no, (laughs) N-O. Because when the holidays are over, you still have yourself to deal with, sis. You still have to deal with yourself, bruh. I mean, I'm just saying, IJS, you have to deal with you at the end of the day. So it's important for you to be able to say, no, this is also a part of those boundaries that you have to set. So be okay with saying no. And if it comes down to it, if I have to choose between chaos and peace and and chaos means going and peace means staying home, I'll take the latter. I'm going to stay home. And I encourage you to make those type of healthy choices for yourself as well. And the last one, guys, shorten that darn shopping list, please. Did she just say darn? Yes, darn. Shorten that darn shopping list. Let's not go into debt trying to make everyone happy and and trying to be the big baller. Listen, be wise and keep it simple. Think of some other creative ways to give gifts this year. You know, uh, think of some intangible ways you can give this year. Purpose to give uh, meaningfully, you know. Let's not keep being so superficial. You know, and as if you're a family gatherings or have a family gathering, suggest gift exchanges so that everybody benefits. Don't set yourself up to spend $1,000 on everyone. And at the end of the day, when you go home with your little takeout or, or a take-home plate, all you have is a $25 gift card given to you by auntie, you know, your favorite auntie. No, we're not doing that. And if you don't have kids, or if you have kids, I should say, don't overdo it, parents. Don't overdo it. I understand. I'm a mother of five. Uh, um, and, and when they were younger, uh, I wanted to overdo it. And I did many times, you know, uh, <laughs> unaffordably, uh, but and paid for it throughout the year. We're not doing that. Let's start retraining them now, retraining our kids now on how they they, they don't so that they don't become entitled during this time of year, teaching them how to give intangibly, teaching them how to enjoy the holidays with meaning. I am not saying not to buy gifts for your kids, but I am saying they should not be getting everything on the list because what do they have to look for it later? And what are we teaching them? What are we training them? That there's no Christmas without gifts? Is that what we're creating? Yeah, I think that's what we have created. So let's start working on that. You know what? Here's a good idea for you. Take some of those same funds 
and open them, open your kids up an after-graduation interest-bearing account. So if you're going to spend, I'm just say, $1,000, why don't you take at least 30% of that $300 and say, you know what, this $300, this is a part of your Christmas, but it's the gift that is going to keep on giving. It's the gift that will outlast the holiday, and it's a gift that they will never outgrow. Put that $300 in an interest-bearing account and let it And every year. If you're doing that at Christmas time, do you understand how much money your child, little Johnny, little Jenny, is going to have after they graduate high school? That's going to be the biggest gift they could ever receive. It can help buy their car. It can help get them ready for college if that's what they're choosing to do. It can help with a down payment on something to own a home. Come on. We got to think beyond these these this one day called Christmas uh, where we're spending so much uh, and gaining so little. Uh, listen, I know this sounds weird, guys. And for some of you, it sounds so wrong. But listen to me. We have to begin restructuring what the Christmas holiday looks like so that we can begin to have healthy celebrations moving forward. You don't have to be arguing and debating about what to buy, who to buy, what I want, what they want. Listen, let's restructure that. Let's reconceptualize what the holidays are going to look like for me, for you and your family. So fam, we have an entire list. I gave you an entire list of options to use to stay out of foolishness this year and and to ensure that you have a great time as well as your family have a great time. Now listen, you cannot control how everybody else is going to react or respond, but you have tools. So your reaction or your response should be on the healthier side. There is no excuse. You do not have to get into it with mama, daddy, grandma, grandpa, day, day, pookie, auntie. You don't have to get into it with no one, okay? That sister that you you are at odds with, that brother that you can't stand, you don't have to get into to it with them. Be intentional about staying out of drama. Let's intentionally stay drama-free. Let's bring the party and not be the petty participant in foolishness. Let's determine that the trajectory for this holiday will be a positive and a happy one. We got this, fam. Happy days are ahead of us, so let's prepare to make the best of them. And don't you forget, you know Coach Renee loves you mucho grande. (laughs) You like my Spanish? I'm learning. I love you guys. And I want you to have an amazing holiday, amazing Christmas, amazing New Year. And as we approach the end of the year, I'll be giving you more things that are geared towards how we can move our lives forward for 2022. You all be good. Be safe out there. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Have a great one, fam. 